0: Welcome to Words and Roses, a podcast about stationery in our everyday lives. This is episode nine, and I am Miranda from Havoc Rose, right?
1: And I'm Chelsea from Those with Words. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome to our last episode of the year. Wow. Wow.
0: Weird. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, we were just going wow before this. Because it's just so strange and cool. Um, I kind of wish we would have gone to at least episode ten, but we did have to take some time off and mm-hmm. that's fine. It's it's life, you know. We we gotta do what we gotta do. Um, but ultimately I'm just so happy to be here and of course when I do this as we've said every single show. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We don't promote it a ton. I mean, at least I don't, because I'm very lazy on social media these days, but I do a lot on my on my stream, so if you came from the stream, thank you so much for being here. If you found us some other way, thank you for being here. Like I, we really appreciate it, and we're glad that you want to listen to us talk about stationary.
1: Yeah, it's been a really fun experience for me, and I think both of us just have such a blast doing this podcast, and we really enjoy talking about all things stationary with each other and with all of our listeners. So thank you for you know being one of those listeners and tuning into this episode. Yes,
0: uh, for a very long time, I was such a huge fan of the stationery cafe and I still am. Uh, And it wasn't until I found the pen addict and then Tokyo Inklings. And then of course, like the larger stationery community through Instagram and then through Twitch that I really felt like I had a sense of community in the stationery group. Like it it felt like I belonged somewhere and I hope we also create that sense of belonging in a way. And I know it's just Mm -hmm. listening to two people chat about pens and stuff, but I think there's just something so cool about that. And I, I hope you feel comfortable here too.
1: It's a really fun hobby. And uh, for, I think, for some people in the community, also their livelihoods, right? And it's a really yeah. cool thing that connects us all, all over the world. And thanks to this wonderful community, we have friends all over the world. And I don't think I would have gotten to have anything like that. Um, just I don't know in my life it was not something I was expecting to have. also this like you know later in life out of school I didn't expect to meet a whole community of wonderful people and friends. So thank you everyone for supporting us and for being here.
0: Absolutely thank you for for listening. Sorry to get introspective. I don't know why I'm apologizing but I was just like, wow I really <laughs> just we just took off into gushing as always and I think it's just, it just becomes from a place of appreciation also because this is our last episode of 2022 which Mm -hmm. is weird and it's so cool too that we've made it to nine whole episodes because I think it's really easy to fall off some of these sort of bigger projects that do take you know a fair bit of time and like we're just doing this for fun so we could always put this down but I'm just so glad that we've coming back week after week every other week (laughs) but you know but it's it's such a fun time and I'm I'm just glad to be here and I'm really looking forward to 2023
1: yeah, we have a lot of fun ideas. No spoilers, but we are very excited for more exciting episodes in 2023. And I just reused the word exciting twice, but that's how excited I am. So there you go.
0: Also, a quick shout out to um, both of us for getting together on a Monday night. It's like mm-hmm. 10 p.m. when we record. Just yeah. To set the mood. <laughs> it's very cozy <laughs> and late. We've been talking for an hour already, so it's great um yep yep so i guess a little, little behind the scenes um but also behind the scenes was all about our journaling prompt from last week in episode eight i guess last episode not really last week it feels like it was last week but mm-hmm. um uh, our question there was do you have any food drink or activity like a tv show podcast or what have you um that you like to pair with journaling and this came
1: from chelsea so chelsea i'll let you go first and say your answer sure this might sound predictable, but I love watching stationary streams and YouTube videos as I journal. It just feels like I have a friend next to me as I'm journaling, if that makes sense. And it's just really wonderful company. And also, I usually like to have something to drink near me if I can. So whether that's coffee in the morning, just kind of depends on time of day um, or, you know, tea if it's evening or just like sparkling water that's like left over from one of my meals or something. But I do like to have a drink near me just so I can like take a sip every now and then again. Um, coffee doesn't necessarily hydrate, but, you know, water, <laughs> tea, <laughs> things along those lines. Um, to hopefully you
0: don't keep have hydrated. to hydrate.
1: <laughs> um, Only sometimes. So, yeah, those are some of the things that I really like to do. Um, I don't know. I think just having a voice or some kind of video on like helps to not make it feel so super quiet for me although I do know that I think some people prefer to journal in a little bit of like peace and quiet um if they can I think it just depends on everybody's lifestyles and whatnot but yeah I usually like to have something on in the background what about you
0: Hmm, I also like to have things on in the background but I will say thinking about listening to pen on paper and just the writing scratching sound that sounds really nice like if that's the only sound Mm mm-hmm it's kind of peaceful, just stationary ASMR, but not in, like, the intentional, I'm, um, like, ripping or crumpling paper. It's like, no, 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 it's just because someone's journaling and you just hear it like that. Mm-hmm. It sounds nice. But I also usually have something on, so I don't ever have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I usually, uh, instead of doing videos, since I have a desk where I try to take media away for, or not really media, but that's, that's the wrong word to say, more so technology away from the spot um I don't mind having music on and sometimes I'll put on like a video or a movie but more often than not I just try to catch up on stationary podcasts when I'm decorating and then when I'm actually trying to like get down and write I often just have a chill Spotify playlist on that I have it's called like breathe out so I put it on when I'm really stressed or when I'm just in a really good chill mood so I try to train myself to have that as like something to depend on when I'm stressed, but also when I'm not stressed, I want to be able to listen to that and be like, oh, this is a comfy thing. So that way I can kind of bring myself down to that comfy mode whenever I am stressed and I listen to it. So I like to journal to that playlist. It's a lot of like piano and cute video game music and other things, Ghibli music, of course. Um, So just very relaxing mood. Sometimes I will put on um, punk music, but those are different moods, you know. <laughs> Depends on <laughs> what you're going for that evening or day, whenever it is. Um, I for drinks, I like to have beer. I don't think that's surprising to many people, but I really love beer, and I like to use it to wind down sometimes. So I don't always drink beer because, you know, it can. It's, that's that's a lot of beer if I did it every single time <laughs> I journaled. So sometimes I will also have tea if I'm not up to beer. If, uh, but if it's the weekend. Sometimes I will make myself an old-fashioned, which is the only cocktail I learned how to make during the pandemic. And it's very easy, but also super delicious. And I love whiskey. So I was like, oh, this is just like a nice, very chill wind down with, you know, alcohol. So it's extra mellow. Um, But yeah, other than that, I don't usually have like water or anything good for you, probably.
1: I guess tea is good for you, though. (laughs) Tea's
0: good, though. Tea's good. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I'll definitely have like a nice green tea or my favorite seasonal tea that's available. So a lot of good options, I think. So I was kind of just listing for this as a journal prompt, more so listing things that I like to drink, like specific brands and other things as well. Um, so then I can be like, oh yeah, which which of these would I like to have today during this session? So it's kind of nice.
1: Yeah. And I love that we both sort of set ourselves up for a cozy journaling session, depending on our mood and like what time of day it is. Cause We're actively thinking about what's the drink that we would like to have or what podcast we want to listen to or like, oh, who's streaming? Maybe I'll like do a journaling session alongside this person. And so I actually think, you know, that really proves that journaling is truly a part of an everyday routine for us. That we like think about it this way and we make separate time to do it and that we're very fortunate to have the time to dedicate to it. Absolutely. I do feel... Uh, fortunate to
0: have that space to just kind of wind down and like figure out my thoughts because uh, well actually this is a little bit of a topical thing before we dive into our actual topics of the episode I saw this thing on Twitter about having a password journal as a kid um, people were posting it I don't know if you do you know what that is the password journal
1: I don't know is it just literally where you write down your passwords
0: um, probably not <laughs> not quite so I didn't actually have one as a child, but it was, I think, a like a digital journal where you had to like speak your password into it or something. I don't remember exactly if that's what it was, but I remember seeing it and like there's some tech-based thing. It's very cute. But unfortunately, when I saw it, someone was saying, ah, like the PTSD of having this and writing all of your secrets down in it and then having like someone in your family that's older than you like rip it open to read it.
1: Oh, and getting no. mad at you for
0: it or something. Mm-hmm. That's just And that made me really, really sad to think that some people don't necessarily have the space to just be really honest with themselves and like unfiltered. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just something that's really important to have in this space and to like trust that this is private and you don't need to have a lock on it hopefully and I hope everyone does feel like they're in a space where they can sorry to get like very real but I saw that it was really relevant and just made me so sad to see that and I think when you're saying fortunate to have that space to time to journal I just really really felt that and it made me and there's a lot of like conversations around that piece too of like that's so Mm -hmm. sad that you were not given that space of privacy as you really deserved it so um yeah very weird tangent but just something that I saw and I was like oh I hope that they can get a journal now and feel like they can let it back out and and figure out how to get back into their safe space that's private and just for them. But
1: No worries. I totally understand where you're coming from. And it's this connotation that we have with certain things and like the associations that we have with certain memories related to certain activities. And both for you and me and a lot of people in the community, we have very positive associations with journaling. And so I can totally see if you had a negative experience like that when you were younger or just throughout your life with journaling that maybe like that's not really the first thing you jump to or get excited about because of that negative experience and so I hope they can find some joy in you know using lovely paper and pens and all these other fun things too because you know that's a really tough experience to overcome
0: yeah I was just like oh Oh no, and now I'm like, maybe I should reach out and be like, can I send you a journal and some stickers or something? Like, maybe that's really weird. I think that's a little too weird. <laughs> but I really want to send them
1: some. Um, yeah, we're like, but the stationery is so wonderful. So <laughs> journaling good. is so great. It's been so good for us in 2022.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know how I would have gotten through the past few years without journaling. I just mm-hmm. quite genuinely, like that, that almost sounds like kind of goofy, but really seriously like it's been so important for me and ah, thank you journaling just just grateful thank you pens and paper it's just me like giving like a, a little gentle tap to my hobonichi just like thank you <laughs> even though i think I, we're yeah.
1: also in a more reflective mood today as <laughs> yeah. well we kind of started talking about things like this even before the episode started but Yeah, we are here today to talk about some 2022 wrap-up topics, if you will, doing our little uh, favorites and, you know, discussing our journals. And so, yeah, it'll be a fun episode to, I think, do more reflecting throughout as we go through our topics today.
0: Yeah, I was about to say a great episode of reflection and gratitude and Mm -hmm. also potentially a little bit of... Um, abandonment, sorry, but, (laughs) Uh, anyway, uh, Chelsea, what were your favorite stationary items in 2022? (laughs) I I had a few.
1: Yeah, I had a few. And, um, I think you said this in our notes that it was tough for you and it was tough for me as well. I really had to kind of take a pause and think about some of the things that were truly special to me this year. There were many, um, but I managed to narrow it down to like a couple of things. So... Um, the first item, which I think is kind of cheating because I put two things down. I I said the plotter fifth anniversary in Lichio Green, the leather binder, and also the Traveler's Company Airlines Traveler's Notebook, which was Those one of the... Those are separate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll explain shortly why I think it's like one thing in my mind for me. Um it's because both of those things were very generous birthday gifts from friends and lovely community members this year that I 200% did not expect to receive and I definitely cried and got really emotional about. Um and that now I will use and treasure forever. So I'm really excited to use the former, the 5th anniversary plotter as my personal planner next year. And then the airline's TN. I always have a traveler's notebook with me for many different purposes. So that will definitely get used as well. So just really grateful uh, for those things. So that was like at the top of my list for me. Um, Another item for me that I'm actually holding right now. uh, We're on a video call and I'm holding it up right now because I'm (laughs) using it podcast notes is the sailor pro gear slim automatopia in kasha kasha or it's a it's like this really gray color sort of gray bluish i would say more gray um in the medium nib and this was what i got from the san francisco pen show at the nagasawa booth and it's special to me like not because it's my first sailor because it is um, but not just because of that, um, but also just because of that, it reminds me of the whole SF Pen Show experience. And um, fun fact, our not released pilot episode between <laughs> us two for *Roses and Roses was actually about the SF Pen Show and us doing like a little recap to test it out. And so I just have very like fond memories of the show from this year. And this pen is really representative of that. And I also take uh, podcast notes with it when we're recording. So writing down like, you know, specific spots when we need to re-record or like things that we mention and stuff like that. So it's really near and dear to me and it sits on my desk every single day. So that is also one of my favorites. Um, Going into some other items, I would say overall the Shachihara ink pads are just like a general favorite of mine, especially this year because I got some of the multicolored ones this year that I really like to play around with. So
0: nice. Anytime I've been journaling with you and you have them, I'm just like, Chelsea, thank you so much for bringing them. I feel so lucky to get to use them too.
1: Yeah, they're just really nice, and the color combinations just work really well together. Sometimes it's a bit unexpected. Like, I have one where most of it is purple, but there's like a little bit of green and yellow in it, and you're kind of like... That doesn't sound like that would work really nicely together, but it really blends well together and it really brings out all the details of the stamp as usually Shachihara ink pads do. So those are definitely my favorites.
0: And they're extra special too, right? Because you can't just get them.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I have three of those in different colors in the multicolored ones and really, really enjoy those. And last but not least, I just want to give a special shout out to like the Creative Expo Taiwan Items. Um, which was, you know, really um, inspirational for kind of like my 2023 stationary goal. We'll talk about this later. Uh, I don't want to get into too many details right now, but it was one of those events that um, I didn't think I would really get to shop from or participate in. But thank you to our wonderful um, friend and community member, Judy um, Tokobetsu Memory, Uh, I was able to get quite a bit from Creative Expo and it was just like such a wholesome, wonderful experience overall. I had a lot of fun. And so, you know, that also, like I said, um, plays into one of my goals for 2023 in terms of stationery going into next year. But that was just a special shout out I wanted to give because that's also one of like my really fond memories from this year
0: so many lovely things mm-hmm. um a quick note just because i mentioned it the shachi hata multicolor ink pads are not available in the united states and you do have to get them through a shopping service so just a quick note if you're looking for those but they are gorgeous and i kind of want to get some a quick question too, chelsea
1: mm-hmm. are
0: you gonna get the mini ink pads that yoseka just listed recently
1: i probably will think about getting some of those i am also trying to resist (laughs) in the meantime because in a couple of months i will be heading to japan so maybe i'll get a few there who knows i don't know um (laughs) i probably will but they're really cute and they're really small and i think it's just so portable as well and so um i really just love the size that they come in and the colors are beautiful as expected so Maybe, but not quite yet. Yeah. I'm trying to resist for now, but they sure are very tempting.
0: They are. I think I'm going to get some in the new year. but Nice. That aside, <laughs> I just had to know, <laughs> since you mentioned them, because they, they are really fantastic. Yeah. Um, For me, as you said, it, it was difficult to decide. I, I really had a little... It's weird to say. It was difficult, but also, as soon as I really started thinking about it, it felt almost instant to choose these three items for me um which i have just added four on a piece of paper because i was like wait how could i not mention this one thing um so the one that is not on our sheet sorry tulsi uh would be my muji postcard holder book oh i, don't- I
1: forgot about that too yeah. it's really good it's really I good
0: i don't know exactly what it's called i looked at it i was like i guess it's kind of intended for postcards but what it is is just a plastic book of two rows of like postcard size holders about maybe a little bit about postcard i think you could keep
1: photos in there too if you wanted yeah, yeah i don't
0: know if it's even hold on i'm looking at it this is in in person in live action uh, is this this is like kind of small postcard actually I think it's almost oh it's not business yeah. card size it's guys I'm gonna be honest I have no idea what card size this is but it's some sort of card and it has front and back openings and I actually use it for um, PET and the bigger washi storage with backing and it's been so fun to fill this up To be completely honest, um, I use this primarily for samples that I've gotten also from Tokobetsu Memory, who has done several D stashes and of course sells really lovely samples of different kinds of PET and washi tape from Taiwan, and they are hard to keep track of to be completely honest, it's really hard. And I know we talked a lot about that in our organization episode. And this little book is just so satisfying to hold and also to flip through because you get these beautiful colors and images from all these beautifully designed washi PET. And it makes finding what I'm looking for a lot easier too. So that has to be one of my favorite acquisitions by far. And I'm so glad I picked up two of them because I'm already almost filled on one of them. And so book two is gonna be very helpful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'll be good to have as you maybe acquire more next year. I keep alluding to next year stuff. I'm jumping ahead like three topics. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can, please continue.
0: No, yeah, yeah. So for the next one, similar to you has to deal with Traveler's Notebook, but for me specifically was the BK bumpkuhen Grid Notebook. So their notebook that they've designed with um, Traveler's Company, correct? Like it's an officially at this Mm -hmm. point like collaboration like you can go to the traveler's factory i believe now in japan and find it i believe last time i saw one of the stores had it and i was like wow cool i go there um but i don't go there i go online and go there virtually but in my mind i'm there in my heart (laughs) also there in person absolutely not um but the vk grid notebook is beautiful it has tomoe river paper i love the grid that they have in it and the sizes of the notebook is what really gets me I feel bad because I did not look up the actual page count for how much is in the grid notebook, but it is far longer than any other insert that I've used. And not only that, but to have Tomorrow River paper in it just makes it such a great writing experience. So I think if you're looking for something that you can settle into for longer in a traveler's notebook, BK grid is where it's at. And that's been really good for me because I have that long ongoing project in my traveler's notebook, my primary which is my Genshin Impact Journal. And every time I pick it up, it's just such a joy. And of course, because it is Timole River paper, it's a joy to write in. And the grid really does help as I'm trying to write in my lap and I can get something a little bit more straight because I'm writing in my lap and I I have a grid to help.
1: (laughs) That sounds great. I personally really enjoy the BK grid as well. And if I remember correctly, I believe it's double the usual page numbers that it's in a regular traveler's company insert which is usually 64 pages but i think the grid if i remember again correctly i think it's 128
0: that sounds about right and i am also very tempted to go and find it okay so the quick details on this is it is a 12 dollar notebook which is very achievable for me to invest in for something that i'm going to work in for a long time and 128 pages. Yes. So
1: Confirmed. Yeah. Yay.
0: Yeah. So I, I actually need to stock up on a few extra because I don't have any extras available for me right now. So once I'm finished, it's it's done. It's scary. That's okay. Um, the next one I have on my list is the Uniball Signo Bold White Gel Pen. So I was never really a Uniball Signo person. I know they're very loved in the community. Chelsea, I know specifically you love them. Mm-hmm. I had never used one until I picked up this white gel pen before I was using the jelly rolls and there's for white gel pens are okay. (laughs) Chelsea holding up her gel pen in front of me right now. It's great. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to give this Uniball signal a try. These pens are not cheap. And by that it's like three 75 or something. It's like almost $4 for one gel pen, which it's rather costly for one. And so I was like, okay, this is this has got to be good, is it? It is. It is so worth it. <laughs> um, so for me, I actually really got into lettering this year. And I was like, oh, I want to do the cute, you know, like light bubbles on it. And this, the Signo is just what I needed. It is perfect. I think the bold look of it just is pops off the page. Like I, I could probably write on a white page and probably still see it because it just pops so well. Um, so that is an essential for me now. And I liked it so much that I ended up getting a second one so that I could have it in two spots where I use it pretty frequently, which was, I, I was like, am I really doing this? I was like, yeah, because I will absolutely use both of them in conjunction with each other. So I don't have to keep like lugging it back and forth, which it sounds like mom, Rita, That's really wasteful. It's like, no, 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 no. I want this other thing to stay in my living room. And I want this other Unobose Signo to stay in my office. It just makes sense. It's like having Mm -hmm. two black pens, you know?
1: Yeah, I think it makes sense. And I love the lettering you've been doing this year where you kind of combine. You can probably explain it exponentially better than me as the person who actually does this type of lettering (laughs) on a regular basis. But it's like this really cool blending of like two different colors and you layer them on top of each other, sort of. And then you put the little accents with the Uni-Ball Signal um, white gel pen on top. And it looks so, so nice. And I love when you do that on your streams. Because then we get to see your process live well, and you. uninterrupted. And it's really beautiful.
0: Yeah, I sort of just took inspiration from a bunch of different people on Instagram. Like watching that in like TikTok reels of how people letter. And basically all you do is you pick one color. And then you put another color on top of it, but only halfway. So it's like I write out the word and then over that, I would really like the top half is, is just another color that matches it well. And then use the white to combine it to make it look fancy. And you can also, of course, do shadows and other things. I'm not very good at the shadows though, but maybe, maybe next year. <laughs> Until then, I'm just happy with uh, my Uniball Signo bold white gel pen and adding that. And then finally, my last one is also a white pen, uh, but it's an off-white creamy color, and it's beautiful, and it's called the Mont Blanc Rouge et Noir Baby. I love it. I, I love baby. my baby. The baby. <laughs> the baby that was featured on the Halloween episode and that has returned, and I can tell that this is what I'm going to always keep inked. Um, Mont Blancs just generally write incredibly well. Like they are just such beautiful writers. At least they really suit my writing preference. And I, you guys, I just love small things. The baby is perfect for me. The way it caps, I love that you can twist it on the back, so it creates a better like stability and how big it is. But also, I have really small hands, so even if I don't post it, it still feels really good. And it's really just like the perfect pen for me. And of all the pens that I got this year, it's by far my favorite. Even though I did get some other really lovely pens that I am obsessed with, um, it's nice to find another pen that's kind of going to be in my always inked section. So I have that in my Pelican. They're, they're always going to be inked, no matter what. And so it's just kind of cool to have that.
1: But yeah. And it's so nicely weighted, too. And I know, of course, as we discussed in our Halloween episode, that this one has like a special story attached to it as well. Um, and so I'm really glad you have it back in your hands and that you really love using it. That's the best. Yeah, I have actually the little
0: like crab pen holders um, yes. I don't know if you guys have seen this on like Instagram anywhere but it's really cute we got them at the San Francisco pen show from the artisan from Japan who makes them and so I got the little one and the big one which is a speaker and the little ones they it just holds the baby perfectly and so it always watches over my baby on my desk and I'm like please make sure it's safe thank you little crab I appreciate you
1: <laughs> perfect combination
0: yeah, so it's just, you know, a lot of good stationery. There's only so much good stationery every year. And it's, I don't know, I'm just so excited for next year, too. Like, what will next mm-hmm. year bring? Who can say? Um, I, I guess one other thing, I'm like, oh man, I could ca- I mention so many things that I've loved this year. Like, I really loved, <gasps> Can I do one more? Is that okay, Chelsea?
1: Sure, go for it.
0: It's, I wish there was a drum roll, but it's. Melinda! Washi backed washi tape so this is from paper game surprise surprise <laughs> sorry not sorry um but <laughs> paper Games started selling the malinta backed washi and stickers this year also um a blank note was selling them as well and i have wanted malinta for so so long there is an etsy store in the uk that has malinta but they don't ship to the united states or i think internationally at all just within the uk and they've had some items that have been like oh But why not for me? And now finally, Mm -hmm. Melinta is in my hands and I use all of my Melinta so often. It just makes me so happy. So I'm sorry, Melinta, I almost forgot you. How could I?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Melinta has a lot of great designs as well. And I've gotten, I think, a couple of samples from friends and they're just really applicable. And what I really love about that particular brand too is they also do a lot of different moods and it's not just Mm -hmm. like the happy stuff which you know I think we tend to gravitate towards when we buy stationery it's like oh let's you know commemorate this like happy occasion but there are also a lot of designs of molenta that just cover such a wide range of moods there's like characters that look angry characters that look sad you know like things that actually happen to us on an everyday basis so I find that really relatable and I found myself like reaching for some of those samples throughout the year. And I was like, you know, I actually really like this. This sort of helps me process and express myself in a, I guess, a cute stationary way in my journal.
0: Exactly. I think Melinta is especially good at releasing specific character based things that are meant for like emotions like very specific it's like oh I'm like a bear that's sad and like emptying out its purse because there's nothing in there or something mm-hmm. or, or like a bear excited with like money eyes or something or um feeling under the weather or just like taking a walk or sitting and watching TV. Like there's just so many things on like one strip that's really impressive. And so it's nice just to have that variety, as you said, to like really span the whole spectrum. And that's even just on one role, which is also why I bought several of her character roles. And of course she has plenty of others. And I think it's also a great alternative to meatball if you don't Mm -hmm. love meatball style, which I also love meatball. But if you want something that's maybe a bit smaller or like a different kind of character design, um, Malint is a great option as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get on to our next topic, which is about finishing our 2022 planners and journals.
1: <clears throat> so you know how Miranda was like, we're also going to have a dash of abandonment? We're here. We're here-, here in this section.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Hobonichi. I was, when I said I was like affectionately patting my Hobonichi, it was not my Hobonichi Eveck. It's my Hobonichi Weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. the Eveck is... Uh, maybe feeling a little neglected (laughs) (laughs) um but I guess while we're on that I'll just keep talking real quick um Mm -hmm. I want to try to finish the blank pages in my second half of my evac. the first half I actually have had it on my bedside table for like three months even after I moved I put it back on my bedside table I was like I'm I'm coming back to you I'm coming back to you, and I'm gonna fill in those blank pages. I'm gonna fill in all those pre decorated pages. I'm gonna write in there. I'm absolutely not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I cannot do it. It's dead to me. It's 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 like a ghost that lives next to my bed, and I can't get rid of it because of the guilt. <laughs> but I I don't know. Part of he's like I should just I should tough it out. Like even as I'm talking through it now, I'm like I can do it. And then I look to my, to the, my left, and I see the other half of the event and I was like I can't do it
1: <laughs> honestly I mean you know what I'm gonna say you know yeah. don't force yourself with these kinds of things I think I mentioned this in a previous episode as well but I retired my hours journal in like November and a part of me was like but I only have you know what was it like five weeks or something left five six weeks like I can totally like decorate those pages real quick and that way when I flip through it in the future I won't be bothered by it but I was like no No, let's not force myself. Let's just let it go. So it's okay. Yeah,
0: I think it is too. And I think if anything, the pages that are decorated and that have images and stuff, I'll fondly look back and say, well, it's a shame that this is a blank page, but it's cool that I have these photos because at least I know what happened that day. And I'm glad that I at least decorated it. So um, I'm going to try my best to stick with the second half of my EVEC. I do actually have a lot in there and I have some stuff that I do want to journal about still. Um, I may treat it a little bit more like a day free and just like go over pages even if they don't match just because at this point, whatever, right? Um, I've been doing a pretty decent job with December Daily, even though I don't do it daily, I go back and catch up on it. So it's not really December Daily, but, you know, it's it's the idea, the spirit of December Daily is alive within me, but only halfway, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I'm... I'm sorry, guys. I'm so weird. But anyway, that's what I'm doing. Chelsea, let's go to you.
1: (laughs) So for me, uh, I'm still going strong in my A5 plotter for personal planning. Um, That's been going really well. Although I've been really itching to switch into the fifth anniversary version because I've been sort of using that this year because I was like, this is so pretty. How can I not use this right now? So I've been using it as like a little creative thing.
0: So for folks who don't know the difference, why can't you just switch into the other plotter?
1: Good question. So the other plotter, the fifth anniversary, is a smaller size. So that is what plotter refers to as a Bible size. But I think for most folks, um, if you're in the United States, you might be more used to it as like a personal size. So it's a six ring personal size binder. So the inserts are actually noticeably smaller um, because the A5 is pretty big and roomy. And so um, I only have the calendar inserts for 2023 for the personal slash Bible size, which means, you know, I kind of want to finish and round out the existing 2022 stuff in my A5 because otherwise those pages will truly be like wasted. I cannot reuse them for anything else, really. They're all predated and everything. So trying to use that up and I'm actually doing okay. Um, And so there is that. Uh, As I mentioned, I already ended up retiring my hours journal, which used to be a Korean journal for me, but it just felt a little bit too repetitive. So that's been gone for a while. I am trying my best to finish up my Hobonichi Day Free, Mm -hmm. which is also in the A5 size this year. And that's what I've been using this year to do memory keeping. And uh, I'm kind of going back and forth on it because I'm also doing December Daily this month in a traveler's notebook. And that's in a short trip insert. So I only fill out one side of the spread. Truly like one page per day in a traveler's notebook. So that's been manageable so far. I've been kind of figuring out how to juggle that and memory keeping in the Hobonichi Day Free. Mm -hmm. Which I knew was going to happen. And if you know me at all, I'm not really the type of person to double up on things. So for example, let me just kind of take a step back. Um... If there's, you know, December overlap, as there usually is between an existing planner and the new year planner, you know, sometimes the 2023 planners start in December. Some people kind of like to double up and see, you know, try out different things or like they'll copy over certain things to the next year so that, you know, the next year's planner that starts in December is like full, you know. I am the opposite of that. I really don't like to personally like double up on journaling and planners and journaling about similar things in like multiple places. And that's part of the reason why the hours is gone now, um, because I just felt like I was journaling about the same stuff, but in a different language. So I'm trying my best to add a few more pages to the day free before the end of the year, just so I can like finish it off. I think I truly have maybe 10 pages left in it which I'm, like, so close to actually finishing the whole notebook. But also, you know, because I have December daily going on, I'm not going to force myself to do that um, if I don't feel like it. So we'll see how it goes. But um, I have made a few December just, like, memory-keeping spreads in the day free so far.
0: Excellent. I think one thing on the memory-keeping side with day freeze, if you are looking for ideas to keep it different... Um, one thing I personally like to do in my diary at this point of the year, and I might just do in my Hobonichi as well, or in, in my Hobonichi instead, is I like to reflect on like my favorites of the year. So like my favorite movies, my favorite mm-hmm. new snacks, just those sorts of things. Um, I realized I was thinking about my favorite movies from this year. And I think the obvious one for me is obvious is everything, everywhere, all at once. Like that's such just a, a good movie. A, yeah. Easy go-to for like one of the best of the year. At my work, we named it our movie of the year. But then also this year was the Batman, which was fantastic. I'm just mm-hmm. like, ha, I love the Batman. But also the Northman. Which I don't know, uh, that's a Robert Eagers movie, which Mm -hmm. I really love that director. He did The Witch and The Lighthouse. And I was like, oh, The Northman came out this year. And so there's just so many things. I'm like, oh, right. And I think that's just kind of a fun thing to reflect on. So I have those, oh, yeah, memories. And so as things start winding down, I can maybe revisit them or when I have like a free Saturday night in the coming weekends maybe that's the time I can go revisit because I like them so much and it's just weird how things you really enjoy sometimes just slip your mind I think when it's easy to get overwhelmed or things and and I think at the end of a notebook or journal is a really cool place to document those sorts of things
1: I think that's a great idea and I think you make a great point about sometimes these things that we really love in the moment just slips by us so quickly I think it's just part of maybe This is just me um, thinking out loud, but sometimes there's just like so much new content to consume all the time everywhere that you really love something and you enjoy something. And then you just kind of put it at the back of your mind because there's something else that now you need to watch or like there's something else you need to listen to. Um, And so sometimes it can be kind of wild to think about the fact that, oh, yeah, that show or that movie that I really loved that feels like a long time ago, but that was actually this year. So I think there, you know, will probably be those moments as well when I, you know, reflect on some of those things, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just a, as you said, a fun way to reflect and see also the gaps that you had. So if there's something you wanted to see, and like, oh, yeah, that came out early this year. I just didn't get to do it. You can write that down as maybe something early for next year in your next year's books if you want or you can just write at the end of this year's and just have things to help fill out your pages Mm -hmm. um so i would say that could be something fun which i'm probably to do some of that also in my thinking of you so i'm not gonna go back too much to that because i do have some blank weeks and i think my system for next year will be better for thinking of you um so i'm not completely abandoning it but i'm also not going to try to push to finish it similar to my evac so Let's talk about 2023. Chelsea, do you have any stationary hopes? Not goals. These are the hopes, like the the hopes and dreams.
1: So one of the things that I've always wanted to do, that I've always wanted to make work, is like an on-the-go notebook concept. And so by by that, what I mean is a lot of people in the community have like a little, you know, go-to notebook that they throw into their bag or backpack or whatever and they have it on their person as they go up and about their day and if they remember something or if they you know get a recommendation from someone or if they just hear about something they don't want to forget they'll like whip out their notebook and they'll like write in it and I really love that concept and I've always wanted to make it work but I don't know for some reason I have just always gravitate towards my phone when those kinds of things happen and so I set up my Plotter Mini, which is a six-ring, small um, mini binder, and I have put a pen in it, and I have thrown it into my purse, and, you know, I've started taking it around with me, and so I'm really hopeful that maybe in 2023 I can finally make this on-the-go thing stick. We'll see. Yay! Yeah. I'm also hoping to maybe like if maybe that doesn't work maybe I'll try like the passport traveler's notebook size because I already use one as my wallet so it'll be really easy for me to put an insert in there of the same size and just like stick a pen on the side but we'll see I really really like that concept and I love the idea and I'd like to be able to incorporate it into my life instead of you know um, going to my phone every single time which To be fair, I look at my phone enough as it is anyway throughout the day. So um, if I can switch that up a bit, I would love that. But we'll see what happens.
0: I would say it is helpful to have a spot where you can write things down. And the mini plotter sounds like the perfect solution for that. Um, I have a similar system where I use my mini five rings now as sort of a commonplace notebook where it's just like a bunch of lists of like movies I am watching next and stuff. Things that just don't make sense maybe in a Hobonichi because it's like oh I gotta go find that and dig it out and figure out like which day I put it on. It's not it's not that helpful so it needs to be somewhere that can live beyond the years. Beyond time and for whenever I need it and so having a Ring binder like that is just really helpful, so you can keep filling it back up if you need to, or you know, take stuff out, and you can also just like rip stuff out, recycle very mm-hmm. easy. Um, so I hope you'll find that really helpful.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a good point that you make about things that need to live beyond like a certain day or time of year. And as much as I love bound books, because I mean, I've I'm using the day free this year. Um, I'm going to use Traveler's Notebook next year, and so those are all like bound notebooks. Um, I think the flexibility of the ring system is going to be really helpful for like an on-the-go setup. And again, plenty of people in the community already utilize like their ring binders this way. So I am hopeful that I can enjoy using it and that it'll actually be helpful for me. Um, But we shall see what happens next year. You know, ask me again in six months and we can revisit (laughs) whether or not I've actually taken it out of my purse to write something in it.
0: One thing that may help you enjoy it more too is the paper that you can insert are perfect options for testing stamps. So if you just stamp oh. a bunch of pages, that's an easy way to decorate it, and but still recycle it afterwards. And mm-hmm. so like you're not using tape or other things or stickers that you may really like, oh, this is really precious for me. But if you're just stamping it, it's not so bad, Like because you can just keep using that stamp again. So it's just a cute way to decorate a bunch of pages, but still be able to write over it so you're not losing that space if it's something that's really small. So... That could be a fun thing too, just going to town with some stamps, like therapeutic stamping, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I definitely do love my stamps. So I appreciate the suggestion. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I will say, just kind of on this note too, one thing I found helpful as well is I actually have like some field notes and other just random small notebooks. I think I got a pack of adventure time ones from like mini so or something. And mm-hmm. they're they're really small and they're like pocket notebooks. And I just put them in all my purses. I just have one everywhere just as emergency paper because you never know. Like maybe I forgot my ring binder at home or I just need something. So like oftentimes I'll go to K-Barbecue or something. I'll write down what we want just because it's really easy to like forget when you're looking at the menu and they're like, hey, what mm-hmm. do you want? i was like, ah uh. – which kind of beef did we want i don't (laughs) this wait was it this one and is it just easier like hello i wrote this all out for you already and they're like oh okay (laughs) it's really funny nice Um, yeah but it's helpful so that way especially if you're with a big group it's just a nice thing to go to and then i just keep writing in it and then when it's done i just recycle it because it's nothing actually like heavy important or if i'm just sitting on a train sorry this is a big tangent i just like write a bunch of like squiggles practice my handwriting for see like how does my handwriting look on the train you know there's a lot of things you can do with that notebook so i'm excited to see what you do with yours
1: awesome yeah no thank you for sharing all of that i think that's really fun and it's a really good way to i think for me also try and work in a little bit of analog to my everyday um not that it's necessary you know a lot of our day-to-day lives are digital and there's a good reason for that I do you know um, like I do all my work planning digitally for like accessibility and like sharing it with people and you know being um, having it be really easy for me as well but um, yeah I would love to be able to actually just like pick up a notebook on the go more often um, rather than my digital device which I said it's my phone I look at it so often to begin with, that I would like to get away from that habit just a little bit next year. So, hopefully, that will help with that too.
0: I will say it's also helpful to have a little notebook as an alternative just in case your phone battery is running low. um mm-hmm. I think just as we've gotten newer and newer phones, it feels like they're losing their charge faster. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just using it too much, but. Um, it feels like that's constantly a problem for me. So sometimes if I'm going somewhere or if I have like important directions or a name to remember, I'll also write it down just in case. Mm-hmm. Especially if I'm traveling, so like that can also be a good use for it. Yeah. To have a little good call, little spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear how you use yours, but we'll we'll do a check in. I guess we're committing to a check in next year. <laughs> sure, let's do that. <laughs> So for me, I really want to dedicate myself to finding the perfect A6 diary, which is probably a tall order because that's really hard to find. It's like perfection. How am I looking for that? Um, But it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be great. Which is also still difficult. Um, and I say that because right now I am journaling in a Cosmo Air Light notebook that was ordered on Etsy based on the seller that rebinds paper, like Tomoeira paper and Cosmo Air Light. And since Cosmo Air Light is dying, I think it's time to try to find a new notebook. It's also really difficult to order from this particular person. and It was really costly when I had made my order, so it wasn't really sustainable. So this year, I really want to find a great A6 diary since I am about to finish um, my Cosmo Air Light books. If I can't find anything that I super love, I can always go back to the MD notebooks. I love those so very much. They're kind of my bread and butter notebook. Somehow I got into those before I got into like literally anything else in stationary world except for mm-hmm. that. Like good notebooks and good like I use so many Zebra Sarasas. Since I've gotten basically in my career, so it's been like at least eight years that I've been using them, and um, so those are always good, stable things for me. But I would like to explore other paper options for this size of diary.
1: Yeah, and I think if I remember correctly um, from the San Francisco Pen Show, you got this like really interesting memo blocks. So obviously they're not A six size, but you got these like really fun. Um, paper assortment of like memo blocks from Yamamoto paper I think um, that you got and so yeah. I think that could be really fun too to see like if any of their paper specific brands I like, can really stick with you and there are so many different options out there um, I will say that when I heard Cosmo Airlight was being discontinued like many of our friends we thought of you immediately I was like <laughs> wait that's Miranda's favorite thing and so um, you know, excited to hear a little bit more next year about your, you know, perfect ASICs diary search and, you know, keep us posted on what you find. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And again, it, this is a hope, so it's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So if we do not stick with these, you know, it's just something we hope to do, but let's talk about the goals. Cause these are the things we actually want to try to hold ourselves accountable for. Um, mm-hmm. Chelsea, what's yours?
1: So my main goal for 2023 in terms of stationery is to try and save up as much as I can and spending on like the big events only. So what I mean is instead of buying too often, so like, you know, so many shops have updates like on a weekly basis, right? Or, you know, every week there's something new, there's something exciting and there's something limited, you know, that's kind of how it is um, these days. And instead of being tempted often and buying often, I kind of want to hold back a little bit more if I can. And just spending on some of the really big, like meaningful events that I have coming up, um, such as my Japan trip, which is going to happen in the next couple of months. Um, I've mentioned before earlier in the episode Creative Expo Taiwan. That's also something that I had a blast at. Um, shopping um through our friend this year and it was a really fun experience for I've me i have gotta so. do
0: that this year i've got yeah <laughs> to, I, I just i need to say for it i didn't do that last year i resisted it was so i hate to say it but it's like it was painful but it kind <laughs> of was but it's okay yeah next year yeah
1: yeah so that'll be really exciting and then at the sf pen show those dates have already been out since the end of the show this year and so that's also something I want to hopefully make my way to and purchase special things from. So, those three are like the main things I can think of. But as you can tell, those three events are like, they're going to get expensive. You know, I'm going to shop quite a bit in Japan for stationery. Creative Expo this year was, I spent more than I thought I would. And then, you know, San Francisco Pen Show, there's just so many amazing things and like really, really nice pens and accessories there. And so, I'm you know, the overall thing that I want to do is try and save up between those things as much as I can or until those things as much as I can so that I can really um, allow myself to get some of those special things and not feel bad about spending the money on those things. So that's my goal. That is hopefully what I will be able to accomplish in 2023. It's going to be really hard uh, because like I said, there's just so many amazing creators and businesses and all these limited edition things that are just really gorgeous but I think um, for me something like this will help me um, really reflect on like what I want to buy and acquire I guess I would say like more meaningful things in a more controlled way so that is what I want to do next year they do love to tempt
0: us they really yeah. do. <laughs> um, I think, though, uh, saving up and trying to spend maybe on more purposeful things, too, just makes a lot of sense, which is why I my goal is to do the same thing. Um, my goal is to have a very harsh low spend. At first, I was like, full no spend. But it's, like, basically a no spend. But I do want to have a small budget for surprises that are, like, perfect for me. So, mm-hmm. I if there is, say, a new Talkness studio that somehow, like – bears and like these cute florals with these girls or something like obviously i mean if it's talking to studio you know i gotta go for it um mm-hmm. and wildberry lab if they put out like some really incredible ones like my ultimate favorite creators if they put out something that's just like this is a one-to-one fit for me and if i think it's gonna be either really limited or not restocked I think I want to have like a budget specifically for that. I actually do have a direct example is that um friend of the show, Oh Hi Joy, sent me some bear stamps that were on Paper Game. And Paper Game doesn't really restock their stamps. Like once they're gone, they're gone. Mm. And so I looked at these. And I was like, these are – it's just like this cute witchy bear. And I saw them. Perfect. Was like, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> it's like how – how dare you pay per game and then I just add to cart and they actually just got delivered today. So, (laughs) um, so situations like that, where I think it's worth a little bit of a splurge, even though I'm, I am going to do to my very best not to buy much. Um, I, I think that's how I'm going to try to approach next year is have that very small budget and do, um, a good job of sticking to it. And I, I know I can do it. So, um, that'll be good. And that's more so just to save, like I personally do just need to save. And I think that can just be a reason enough to do a no spend or a super low spend, right? It's like, just just work on your finances a bit. And I think that's, it's hard, but we can do it guys, we can do it. Um. Then my other goal, this is kind of funny that's in line with this, is to stay true to my no pro gear slim rule, excluding the new Yoseka pen. So if Yoseka follows their trend of releasing a specialty pen per year, with sailor um they should be putting their ka pen out which it's weird to say that just separately but Mm -hmm. it's like yoseka and um that is the first the only pen that i will allow myself to buy in a pro gear slim simply because my other two yoseka pens are pro gear slims and i didn't want to mess up the pro gear slim pro gear thing so i just kept it consistent um so that is the one pro gear slim i will allow myself to purchase but then other than that no thank you
1: yeah, and I think that's a a good goal, also an ambitious goal because Sailor is one of those brands that I feel like just is constantly releasing limited edition things like all over the world in different colorways and different themes and things along those lines and so I know for folks who really enjoy fountain pens um and who enjoy Sailors particularly um it's really hard to resist all of those releases now and then again, but I commend you for making that rule for yourself and knowing what kind of pens work best for you and their size and their weight. Um, and yeah, I think it'll be a good one and it'll help you definitely with your you know, low spend that you're going to have going on next year.
0: Yeah, Sailor has no chill when it comes to putting out new pens. So it's <laughs> it's good. And I think I am reaching a point too where I'm like, I'm just really happy with my pens. Like mm-hmm. I got my... Ink of the witch pen, basically, or the witch pen from Boo, Boo Box this year, and I'm like holding it right now, and I look at it, and I'm like, "This is this pen rules! I love it so much!" And I love my baby, and I love the other pens that I have that I circulate in and out as I like write it dry, and then clean it out, put it out, and get a new one in. So I, I'm at a really good place. So I think it's going to be hard for me to like choose something new that I like have to have. So hopefully, that'll also make it easy for me next year to be on a very harsh low spend.
1: Yeah, it sounds like both of us want to spend a little bit more purposefully next year. And I know there are probably also many of you in the community who want to do the same. So uh, we got this. Let's try our best.
0: Yes, we can do it. Before we sign off, because we are kind of at the end of our episode, we did Mm -hmm. still want to do a very quick journaling prompt as this is the busy season. We figured something quick might be best. Uh, my question for you is, which day of the week do you prefer to start on? Like, what's, do you do Mondays? you do Sundays? Do you do Wednesdays? I don't know. When does your week start? Because I think it, mm-hmm. it's very personal. Um, obviously, Sundays and Mondays are the more most popular options. If you're in the United States, it tends to be Sunday. Um, but you know it could be anything depends on where you at and how you run your schedules especially if you bujo i think chelsea made this point earlier it's like if you're doing bullet journaling you can just set up your day of the weeks any way you want it could be yeah it can go wild and it's great
1: yeah so we'd be really curious to hear uh, from you on your weekday start preferences
0: yes please and with that it's time to go, but before we do our full sign-offs, um, Chelsea, I believe you had some cool notes from for Instagram.
1: Yeah, so I think um, this is something that I shared in our Words and Roses Instagram account, um, it just as like stories a couple of weeks ago, I believe. But basically, even though we're a baby podcast that's only been live for three ish months, I think um, we still got our little like podcaster wrapped. Um, because we use anchor and um, that's a part of spotify so we got a little like recap of our um, podcast and how it's been doing this year and the two things that really stood out to me um, i mean there were many many cool facts that were shared in this podcast erupt but one that our podcast was listened to in 26 countries around the world which i was like that's wild 26 different countries um and we've only had this is only our ninth episode so that was really exciting to see um and that somehow our podcast was it made it to the top 20 percent of most shared across the world i guess on the you know podcasts that are on spotify um And some of the ways that, you know, a lot of you have helped spread the word about Words and Roses was through Instagram, but also through direct links. That was very surprising to me um, as well. And so that was something that I just wanted to share with you, our wonderful and lovely audience. And as we opened our episode, I know we already gushed a lot about all of you and your support, but just wanted to say thank you again as we close out the year. I did not expect to see those facts at all because like Miranda said in the beginning, we're really just doing this for fun and it's just two friends talking about stationery together and having a great time. So um, we're really happy that you're enjoying our podcast and thank you so much again for all your kind words and support and listening to us chat for the past three months. And I'm just, you know, really excited to continue doing this next year.
0: All the feedback we get just really encourages me to want to do better for this show, too, because I just want this to be an hour-ish of something that everyone enjoys a lot. Like, I know, obviously, we don't have any theme music. We don't have a lot of extra editing. Mm -hmm. Um, The goal, of course, is to start getting those things put together so that this becomes not necessarily completely buttoned up. I mean, it's just us having fun. But at the same (laughs) time, I hope you can... um, Hopefully you have more fun with us and also just continue to enjoy the show. So as Tulsi said, and as we both said at the beginning of the show, we really appreciate your support and we're so glad that you're enjoying the show and that you've enjoyed the last few months just chatting about stationery with us. So thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here and we hope wherever you are in the world right now that you're having a good time, you're cozy, you're happy, and that you have a great end of your year um with that i'm of course like to give a shout out to her instagram that chelsea so kindly runs and that's at words and roses and that's like spelt out and and then you can also if you want to write about your prompt and post it we do hashtag words roses prompt um and with that that's kind of it and then of course you can mm-hmm. find me at havoc rose and at havoc Rose Rights, specifically on instagram for the rights um tag and then chelsea
1: Uh, For me, you can find me at thosewithwords pretty much anywhere and also on my blog, um, thosewithwords.com.
0: And that'll that'll do it. That's it for us in 2022. Thank you so much again for joining. And we'll see you guys in 2023. Yep. All right. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye. Take care.